With the international break in progress this week, we decided not to record a separate podcast episode, but instead we bring to you the, as a bonus content uh, the extended version of the discussion we had about the All Stars Eleven, the North Eleven, and the South Eleven. And this will probably help you realize why you can't uh, see any of the see team uh, members in there. Uh, I got tag teamed by North supporting uh, fans here. So have a listen in and let us know your feedback. Thanks. Enjoy. Staying on on the Chelsea theme, uh, Todd Bowley had a had a lot of airtime this week, where uh, because of his comments in a conference where uh, he talked about potentially doing an All Star game. Or a North versus South game uh, in the Premier League. Uh, that's that's been in the news, and most of most of the people have said they don't like the idea at all, and it's the Americanization of uh, football. I mean, I for one won't mind that once a season sort of a game potentially replacing the Charity Shield as well. There's 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 not much that comes out of the Charity Shield. This this could be a fun thing to do. I don't think practically it's going to be possible for teams to release just like one player or two players and without any time for training etc. But to to gel together uh, to to get into it. Uh, but let's give it a try. Why don't we try and make uh, a North eleven versus a South eleven? I'm I'm. The only representative from a South supporting team today. I'll I'll borrow RK for uh, this one, so RK and me can potentially try and form a South eleven. Uh, while uh, Radha and Ashwin, you can go for a North eleven. Ashwin, why don't you start us off? Um. Yeah. Firstly, I think it's an absolutely incredible idea. We should definitely go for it. Uh, I for one, I, I feel that the Charity Shield, Community Shield, or whatever it's called now, has kind of lost its sheen. I I I've not really watched the previous few versions it's usually Manchester City versus some other team right so it's 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 like very repetitive for me uh, so maybe potentially replacing the charity shield with uh, with the north versus south eleven with the money going to charity uh, makes sense uh, I I do remember Lukaku when he was at United proposed this idea as well in some interview and it was immediately shot down um, I think traditions are good to have but like some traditions are there to change so we should definitely try this out um so yeah how are we doing this swag so are we looking at positions first or how how should we do maybe we can go position by position north and south so let's start uh, position by position and we can have uh, the pick of the north team and uh, pick of the south team just just to keep it simple let's keep the formation as uh, Four three three with a, I mean uh, a, a back four, uh, a, a central defensive midfielder, two centre mids, um, right wing, left wing, and a striker, single striker from both uh, both halves. So why doesn't the North start us off with their pick for a goalkeeper? Uh, Martin Dubravka. <laughs> like yeah, uh, now that is at United. Why not? Um, I would say, like, I would for me, it is Ederson. Um, like, he's just a revelation. He can play up, uh, play the ball off the back. He can, um, he can make those 
incredible saves. Uh, he's just a dominant force there. So I would go for Adelson. Yeah, nice to get off with a nice uh, disagreement right at the right at the off there. Uh, for me, Allison all day. I, I wonder the, why. I wonder why. The only, I mean, uh, the only uh, thing I will probably concede to Edison is he is easily the best goalkeeper with the ball at his feet in the world. Uh, not just with the ball at his feet in terms of his security, but his longer passing is just out of this world and probably the best in the world by far. Uh, but in terms of the uh, the keeping attributes with your hand, I think it's very hard to get past Allison. Uh, I don't think there's another keeper in the world who catches the ball as securely as he does. He's large, makes himself known in the in the box. I think last season he ended with um, an average of saving 0.5 goals more per game than the average, which was uh, almost double of the next. Um, best keeper in the league which was Edison so I mean, I mean we're nitpicking between the two they're both absolutely world class but uh, for me it'll be Allison. and um, it's an interesting one you keep watching the Brazil team because they don't seem to know who the best keeper is either they keep switching between the two I think uh, there's, there's a stark difference between the levels of goalkeepers that the North has versus the levels of goalkeepers that South has. You got you're fighting over whether we should take Ederson or uh, Allison. Then you have Pickford and Pope in the back pocket, and this is not mentioning De Gea as well. And here uh, we, we we've been wondering whether. I mean, who is less error-prone? Should we take Mendy or should we take uh, Ramsdale? But I guess I'll just say Mendy because he's my club guy and uh, we'll, we'll just go with that. So the next one is the more interesting one because of I, the... I, yeah. um, I'm, I'm, I, think you, I think Loris deserves a shout in there. I think he's been a, one of the top goalkeepers in the league. I know people say that he makes mistakes, but in terms of his saving stats, he's probably mm-hmm. in the top three in the league consistently over his career. Deserves a shout in there. Yeah, definitely. I think that should be considered. But the more interesting, I guess one of the most interesting positions is the right back and... I guess we've talked a lot about some of the right backs in the north in the north squad uh, recently whether they're supposed to be right backs whether they're supposed to be something else so who are we picking the north guys this is turning into a game of thrones episode i i would i would i would go for trent um i mean i know he's ha- he has his defensive frailties at times but like the boy is an absolute genius like uh, the crosses that he puts in to the box are like second to none. Um, yeah, I would go for Trent. How about you, brother? Oh, I'm not going to disagree <laughs> on that one, am I? After all that passionate defending of Trent, I don't think he's going to say anything else. At, at, least, at least one of us can passionately defend it. Eh? Yeah. But, but, Dallow uh, has, has a good shout. He, he's had a few good games, but now, I, I don't know. I, I mean, Trent is probably at... Like, Miles ahead of him at the moment. Yeah. So, so when you build the rest of your team now, better build it keeping Trent in mind that he's part of your playing level. This is a this is a this is a game on paper, RK. You don't need to be <laughs> we, a tactical we, genius at this point. We, but yeah, we'll I mean, just need, we'll probably need to provide a lot of defensive cover. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I mean, I, uh, to be fair, I think between I'm sure what you guys pick in the South team and Trent. Uh, it's neck and neck. They're both at the top of their game. Maybe in the world, probably they're both in the top four right backs in the world, perhaps. So, uh, but but to like to go the genius part of it, right? Like he's not 
a defender. I think we are all clear on that. But all those amazing balls that we remember that Paul Scholes, Steven Gerrard, Xabi Alonso used to play, you know, those raking passes that cut through an entire field. Trent does like three or four of those on a, on a, on a weekly basis. He's not a normal... Um, he's a once-in-a-generation footballer for sure. Of course, he has his uh, drawbacks when it comes to one-on-one defending, but he's an absolutely outstanding technician. So, yeah, Trent for sure. Yeah, and I guess uh, you hinted at uh, the pick of the South. Uh, I guess it's 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 pretty obvious. It's it's got to be Reese James. Um, and uh, for for me, I would say that he just shades uh, Trent as as a right back. Definitely, I mean he might not be as creative as Trent, but defensively he's he's a stronger uh, presence. So overall, for me at right back, I think. As you said, it's 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 a toss-up between the two, but uh, James for me. So yeah, Reese James at right back. Uh, special special shout out to a guy. I think we've we've been really unfortunate that we've not been able to see him more because of his injuries. Ricardo Pereira. He's been superb whenever he's been fit. I think uh, as an attacking force again, not a great defender, but a superb def- like attacking right back. And Kyle Walker will go down as one of the best uh, right backs the league has seen. So I think now he's on his way down, but uh, definitely should be up there in the discussion. Yeah. So let's come to the centre back pairing, and uh, we'll. So let's start off with the South team here. Uh, so we've gone for Saliba who's the flavor of the season, plus scoring goals as well, um, and probably a mainstay for Arsenal for years to come. And uh, the other one, um, RK, you want to give us the the partner for an Arsenal centre-back? Yeah, I have gone for Christian Romero because uh, of the pace. Uh, Thiago, I think, uh, would be the favourite for most people, but probably just looking at the pace... Uh, or the vulnerability and one-on-one part of it, I have gone for Romero. Because uh, Romero, whenever he's played, Spurs have looked very, very solid. And when he's not played, they have not done been so good. Surprised that you didn't pick your boy Anderson, Arvind. Yeah, good shot, but probably needs to prove more. Uh, he had a pretty poor game against Haaland, which most people will. I think we need to see him more. Right, so what's the North coming up with? Who are um, the centre backs? I think it it might be uh, it might be a position where both Radha and I agree on uh, Virgil Van Dyke. Um, although based on current form, I will probably also give a shout out to Rafael Varane. Like he he is one of the greatest centre backs to have played uh, uh, the game of football over the last ten odd years. So uh, Virgil Van Dyke for me for now, but. Uh, Varan has a good shout there as well. Yeah, Virgil for sure. Like uh, I think if you look back, the last five, four years, five years of Virgil has probably been the best we've seen any defender, like barring this year, of course, has been probably the best we've seen of any centre back around the world. It's been something. It's been something of a freak. Um, nobody expected him to be this good. We all knew he was good at Southampton, but he really took it up to the next level, particularly in the first season at Liverpool. Uh, so, yeah, no doubts about this one. Uh, Varan, of course, a legend. Uh, will be a legend when he retires. But, um, yeah, has to be Virgil. Yeah, uh, and I think we get an option to choose another centre-back, right? So, it, it's funny because Radha and I have this sheet and 
I basically have loads of Manchester City players or United players and Radha basically has just added a lo- loads of Liverpool players right next to it. Uh, so I've gone for Ruben. I'm going to I'm going to share this I'm going to share this uh, sh- sheet with everybody. I've added I'm the only person who's added players from other teams that are not City and Liverpool. So that's a very unfair comment. <laughs> yeah, let's let's uh, so let's I'm see your for, pick I'm for the for... let's see your pick for the other <laughs> center back. We we'll decide then. I've I've gone for Ruben Diaz. Um and I would let I pass it to Radha to talk about his, you know, um, not so biased <laughs> pick for this one. So I'll 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 tell you. Um, see, I've got I've I'm willing to concede Ruben Diaz not for last season. I think he was not the best last season, and last season specifically, Joel Matip was probably up there in the top three centre backs in the league. Just because he played an entire season, he was fit and he was absolutely reliable. And at times, I felt better than Van Dijk for for many parts of the season. Uh, doesn't get the plaudits, so of course it's not something that uh, will be universally accepted. But yeah, Ruben Diaz in his again his first few seasons at City, definitely one of the top centre backs in the world as well. Okay, so moving on to left back, um, RK, who's our pick? I think Cucurella is uh, like outstanding candidate there. Although there's good competition from Zinchenko, there's good competition from Tierney, probably. Perisic as a wing-back, so probably just doesn't fall into that exact formation that we are uh, now picking in. But yeah, I mean, uh, whether at Brighton or Chelsea, South team, Kukurula makes it. Yeah, and the North counter? Yeah, just before we go to the North, I have to say Chilwell is uh, again probably recency, recency bias because of his injuries but prior to his injury he was probably the best left back in the league by far yeah. and uh, yeah but yeah probably with the last one and a half seasons out he's dropped down a bit yeah um i would go for i would, so for the north that is i would go for cancelo like one of the best at the moment at least one of the best inverted fullbacks that we are seeing rather um, shaking his head Radha would always shake his head for a Manchester City candidate that I've thrown, you know. So. No, no, no. I'm, I'm um, to clarify. I'm shaking my head because this is, this is one that I have to begrudgingly accept. Robertson is probably one of my favorite players ever. Like, but uh, Cancelo is a different, different ball game completely. I mean, you can put him at either fullback position and he'll still make this list. I think so. He's a genius of. Inverted or not, he's one, probably the best left back in the league, definitely. Okay, so we've been seeing you guys fight over Man City and uh, Liverpool plays. Let's take it up a notch. Let's get, get to a position where you got City, United, Liverpool, everyone. So who are you picking for the defensive midfielder position? You got Casemiro, you got Rodri, Fabinho. You even got uh, Wilfred and Didi in the back pocket if you wanted. But who's it going to be? I, I mean, I'm. I mean, to be honest, like what City have done over the last five years is so difficult to go past them. So I, I would still stick to my City candidate, right? Like I would still go for Rodri. Uh, Casemiro hasn't proven a lot in the Premier League yet. So while he is one of the best central defensive midfielders of the last five, six years, or even longer, I would still go for Rodri to provide uh, that cover that Trent needs. I think if Ashwin continues to have, have his way, the North will have just 11, the Man City 11, that's it. 
I didn't go for Varan. Like maybe you know you never know. Maybe Van Dyke has this momentary lapse of comment uh, concentration, and we can go for Varan. I have to say that while Ashwin started talking, Varan was not in the list. It got added at the last possible <laughs> millisecond. It was a blank list. It was Virgil Van Dyke and nobody else, and suddenly Varan appeared there. But yeah, but um, yeah, central defensive midfielder again. It's between, I guess, Rodri and uh, Fabinho. Fabinho, again, for me, last one and a half seasons, he's dropped his level a bit. But prior to that, 2019-20, uh, he was, I think, the best in the league. And that was actually a time where we were all in our group definitely questioning Rodri. Like, uh, of course, Fernandinho was um, probably the reigning central defensive midfielder at the time. But we were questioning Rodri. We didn't know whether he was a forward-looking defensive midfielder, a back, uh, tackling one obviously he's evolved a lot in the last one year and a half and he's probably in the last year and a half taken the lead over Fabinho because of Fabinho's inconsistency but definitely for me it'll be a hard choice but I'm willing to go with either one of them yeah I think it it makes sense that we're having so many discussions about the City players and the Liverpool players these have been the two teams that have dominated the league in the last four or five seasons so it makes sense that it's it's quite frankly a toss-up between uh players of these two teams for uh, these positions. Yeah, I put NDD there just because um, these are the teams where the defensive midfielder probably has more work to do and NDD has kind of stood out amongst the best of the, like as the best of the rest perhaps a lot more work than Rodri and Fabinho have had to do and uh, generally he's been really good uh, this season notwithstanding so yeah, he's there in with a reasonable shout yeah, and uh, for us, uh, I guess we've gone with Partey. We have a slightly thinner field to choose from. We don't have as rich options. Really? Yeah, the North versus South is probably not going to be a very interesting game if it actually ever happens, particularly given the current uh, look of the squad. So we've gone for more, more, uh, more balance, more balance. Yeah, so we, we probably we might have to do an East versus West or something else something like that odd versus even probably something something different there uh, I think uh, Douglas Lewis is a good one to shout uh, I mean he's not been playing recently but he's one who had a good season with Villa in the past and, but yeah we're clutching now oh, Villa, can, Villa like, is in I, the I north. think that would be cheating though. would that be cheating if they are, because they are midlands no no, Villa is, Villa is part of the top 10 northern team, so we can't have Douglas Lewis in the south, unfortunately. But yeah, so for, for centre mids, uh, moving on, uh, we have uh, Rice and we've got Odegaard. So, I mean, Rice and Partey can probably interchange positions uh, as uh, needed and Odegaard obviously has the more creative force. So that's where we see our uh, midfield. Uh, what do you think? I guess there's one guy who's definitely going to be there. Um, the, the ex- I'm not going to say his name because you're going to accuse me of taking all city players. But we we know who we are talking about. Yeah. Uh, but I'll go for the second one. Uh, for me, it will be uh, for me it will be uh, Thiago Alcantara. Um, yeah, just the level of composure he brings. It's just it's 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 something that we can't. It would be an amazing looking team, right? If... On that looks like. Yeah, because we've all we've we've basically taken one Liverpool guy, one City guy. We're trying to minimize the debates here, but so uh, imagine you, uh, just the, the just the, the the setup of this midfield. You got Rodri behind, and then you got KDB and Thiago making these passes. I mean, the South team is in for a hellish afternoon, I guess. 
I think Thiago, uh, for Liverpool fans, we were very content kind of telling people that, hey, we don't need a midfielder. We we have guys who do all the hard work. We have the donkey midfielders. We don't need fancy guys. <laughs> Thiago has just completely changed our entire narrative. Like, we didn't know what we were missing uh, without him. The level of... <laughs> the step change between him and the other midfielders in our team is just unreal. There was a game last season where we were playing City and the level was so high. You could clearly tell that Henderson kind of didn't fit in that same uh, ballpark. And Henderson has been great for us, our captain, and I love him. But he was a level below everybody else on the field uh, that time. And Thiago was still killing it. Uh, outstanding player. No arguments there. Uh, I think the least arguments would be about the other midfielder that we have in the team. That's, of course, Kevin De Bruyne. And I think you should put him in the South team as well, just in case. Please don't drop any more salt on my wounds. Anyway, moving on. Um, I think uh, the front three, we've got um, striker, left wing and right wing. And uh, for the South, grudgingly, I th- I think it's a close run affair. But uh, our front three is the Spurs front three. So we've gone piecemeal for... for um, Kane, Sun, and uh, Kulusevsky. You yeah. could argue for Saka as well there. You could argue for your lovely yeah. Jesus there. But uh, yeah, I can see you shaking your head. I don't know. I don't know what sort of uh, bias has got a United and a Chelsea fan going all guns blazing for Spurs players. But of course, you've got to have either a Saka or a Jesus in there, man. Like it's I mean, I, Saka for sure. I think. I think. Yeah. Had, had up been here, he would have provided you know some balance, and he would have just gotten rid of all the Spurs uh, players. But yeah, I can't believe he did not go for Saka. Saka for sure needs to be in there. Uh, Jesus and like you can even as options you can have uh, like Martin probably Eddie a Jared. Even. Martinelli even, but maybe a Jared Bowen. I mean there are a lot of options, but yeah, I'm not Kulusevski too short uh, a tenure perhaps then to. To take seriously, yeah, yeah potentially. I think uh, you know, however good Jesus has been, I don't think you can compare Son and Kane uh, with you know Martinelli and Jesus. And coming to Saka and Kulusevski, it's it was a very tough choice. But Saka has he plays very well, but in terms of overall numbers, he's been pretty inconsistent. Uh, if you look at the numbers, and Kulusevski has taken. Uh, you know, his role kind of by storm and great delivery from uh, that wing, great pace and dribbling. That's why we have gone for him. Yeah. So, who's your front three? I'm assuming it's uh, Darwin and... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> so, I'm, I'm, I'm going to go for uh, Salah because Salah. Um, and then I'm going, going for Luis Diaz and then you know who at the top. Yeah. Of course, there's, there's, if there is anyone who's less likely to be questioned apart from Kevin De Bruyne is the men, the monster amongst men, which is not Braun Strowman, but Erling Braut Haaland. The only only exception I will make to the to the very short tenure is Erling Haaland. It's that has been his impact. I mean, tenure means nothing anymore. The seven games are enough. Like he is definitely part of this team. By like, <laughs> there's no contest. Uh, Diaz is of course the one where you can probably argue because again not done that much in the league yet but his probably Foden is a good shout uh, um, he's really he's really come come to the fore uh, recently 
Uh, there's Sancho, of course, who's now coming to the fore, but probably not enough to challenge the likes of Foden and maybe even Diaz. Um, who else have we got? What other teams have we got? Leicester? Madison. Well, if it was last season, I think Rafinha would have had a very good shout to be in this team, but not anymore. Well, um, if it was this season and he had agreed to join us, maybe he would have been part of I, the South team. I also had uh, Saint Maximan there, like it just just for some fun, like the boys so fast, oh, yeah. and like I'm pretty pretty sure he can make that team. Oh yeah, he's been. I mean, especially going off last season, definitely in with a shout there for sure. Yeah. But yeah, I go with it. Salah, Diaz, Haaland looks like a pretty pretty good front three. Of course, you go with Spoiled it. You can't choice. argue with Haaland, so you're happy with the other two Liverpool guys. Right. So, it seems like there's quite a bit of difference between the North team and the South team. To be very honest, it's it's probably... I think this might be the one reason why this idea doesn't get uh, to fruition, if for nothing else. Because if if these two teams actually took to the pitch, it's, it's going to be a bloodbath. It doesn't make sense. Now, North versus South doesn't make sense with the level of this City and Liverpool team. I think you need to be more creative. You need to do Red versus Blue or something of that sort because North versus South is a bloodbath. (laughs) Anything to do to to keep Spurs out, right? Or, or, okay, fair enough, fair enough. I think it's like City versus rest of the league. That's also worth a shout. (laughs) They'll probably win that as well. And Haaland not allowed to play. Yeah, okay, then that changes everything. But then they've got Alvarez. Okay, let's see <laughs> what that brings. But yeah, this this looks pretty... Uh, this looks like a concept which is not going anywhere. So the fact that we've spent all this time uh, making these 11s is, has probably just proven the fact that this this is probably not something that Todd Bowley can bring to fruition. But at least it's a, it's a good idea. It's It's a good thought and it's got us thinking. So no harm in that. So that was the full discussion that we had. Uh, Of course, uh, everyone has their own biases and many of them were very apparent in this uh, recording. Uh, Let us know what else you want us to focus on. Do you want us to do another All-Stars 11? Maybe just picking one player per team. That should be an interesting one. If If you can't pick a Liverpool 11, Radhaji, what will you do? Anyway, we'll uh, dig into all this more uh, when we return next week. Have a good week. Enjoy. Bye.